welcome to Baki Taki Season 3, Episode 5, Late Night Edition. Baki Taki <laughs> After Dark. <laughs> um, I don't want to wake my neighbors, so I'm speaking into my uh, microphone as I hold it in my hands. So we'll have a nice sultry tone. Um, and you can already hear my guest. It's the first ever three-season guest. It's Vishal. Wait, really? Yeah, we're on episode five of the third season. <laughs> um, Wait, you said, th- oh, I thought you meant like I was your first like three-peat. Is that what you meant or did you mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you're not the first oh, three-peat. Okay. You're the, you're the oh. first person to be in three different seasons. I've had a few people. Hey, I'll take multiple. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, congrats. Um, <laughs> so, so what prize do I get, Steve? <laughs> you get the prize that this is this episode, which was amazing. <laughs> It was um, pretty good, yes. Before we dive in, I have a question I like to ask all my returning guests. So let's imagine that we were casting a live-action version of Baki. Um, <laughs> so you're going to have to cast... Um, let's see which character hasn't... If you had to cast one actor to play the mouth, um, and <laughs> we'll, oh. we'll, we'll get to this for, for listeners... Um, who, who would that actor be? And let's imagine that we can either use CGI or two guys who sort of look like him to be the rest. Right. Well, first of all, Zac Efron would be Baki. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just need to point that. I just need to throw that out there. I feel yeah. like I'm not the biggest Zac Efron fan, but I feel like he just fit the fit the role in a weird way. For the mouth, that's a that's a that's not what I was expecting you to ask. So that's that's quite the curveball. I can I can tell. Apparently, oh, apparently you came onto this podcast really wanting to talk about Zach Efron. <laughs> I might have just watched the YouTube video about him. Uh, anyways, um... why am I feeling so wrong? My head's in the game, but my heart's in the song. Elvis. E- Elvis. <laughs> Are we talking yeah, about chubby Austin Elvis Butler, or. <laughs> No, 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 like, uh, like the Elvis, dude. I okay. feel like, oh well, yeah, if he, Elvis was to go into like a starting a bunch of protein to get to that, you know, that regimen of just working out, I feel like Elvis would be a good pick. Because yeah, I feel like Elvis maybe, is smooth. Maybe if he wasn't and he's, dead. I thought you said, but CGI. You said I, I could use CGI. Well, I, f- I figured that like you have one real person and then the CGI. Is oh, the that's what you meant. Oh my god. I, whatever. whatever. Star we're not, Star we're not, Wars. We're not spending more time on this. <laughs> Star Wars literally had uh, Princess Leia after. Uh, okay, I forget her name. Okay, let's let's move on. Let's let's move on quick. So, Listen, everyone, I just got off work. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> a little loopy. Yeah, Vishal works as Elvis. Um, he's he's one of those Elvis impersonators <laughs> you can hire. But I was yeah. What I was really trying to say is that I want to work as I want to be the mouth. That's what it all comes back to. Full circle. All right, um, Vishal. So this episode, um, just uh, just let me know what you thought. Like, let's let's start at the beginning. What did you think of this episode as it started? Well, the first episode, I got to see none of Baki. Or sorry, the first podcast I did where I watched yeah. my first episode, which uh, you know wasn't <laughs> was was hoping to see some Baki. Second episode, I saw some Baki. That was during the tournament thing. Yeah, that was back third when episode. Was like a like rotting corpse of a man yeah that was 
He's in his emo phase or something. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, this, this was some Baki. The, the, well, the first ten, the first like ten, fifteen minutes. This was some Baki. This is what I expected to see when I was watching Baki. There was that part, and the second half of the episode, some corrupt bullshit was going on. That's just a little donation to the Arizona State Prison. And uh, the mouth. Honestly, that performance, uh, that that. That, that impressed me. I like that. That was good. Oh, I love the mouth. The mouth is... Um, the, the <laughs> yeah. mouth is... I often call things in Baki a thought experiment. The mouth is legitimately... like a, The mouth is a living hypothetical argument. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to him. Uh, so the episode yep. starts off where we left last time with the old man talking to Baki um, in his cell. Baki has an amazing line. He says, It's the age of bare hands. Hey, editor Steve here. I just want to give some more context. I'm, I'm going to play this clip like fully, just so you can see how we just get dropped into it. Get that it's the age of bare hands. What what is the age of bare hands, Vishal? So what I what I gathered from the first uh, scene, the first little bit of this episode, the old man was talking to Baki. Baki was saying how, or they're both just going back and forth about it. But if if you have basically if you have practiced enough and have enough strength and uh, enough I don't know willpower or whatnot, but basically bare hands can be anything in the world. We're talking like tanks, machine guns. Yep. I don't know what else, but if you master bare hands, bare hands, you are invincible is what i gathered yeah it's it's basically that our entire world is a facade where you think that the rich and powerful uh control armies and stuff but um if i knew martial arts i could sneak in and kidnap the president for example like baki did this season um it's it's this idea that (laughs) um, wow (laughs) yeah that's why he's in jail Um, well which which president are we on uh, Bush. Current U.S. President George Bush. Oh, right, Bush. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Baki, uh, Baki kidnapped Bush. Um, and then uh, Jay Guevara, we learned about in the last episode, basically trained an entire army of um, guys who refused to use weapons, but also um, infiltrated every nuclear power plant in the country. Um, so it's, it's this, it's this new age where, um, having a gun is useless um <laughs> and everybody knows karate that that's pretty i mean there's a lot of potential in that for this show there that's is what I'll say. and you know i agree i think that there's limitless potential and i found it so interesting that we then pivot and then talk about how our uh, global gps systems <laughs> have been brought into this <laughs> can you can you please explain what um what the satellites and uh, satellites in the year 2000 were uh being used for so apparently these uh these uh these nasa type satellites were be used were being used for and honestly i'm on board with this theory because this shit used to happen to me all the time <laughs> but, but apparently the satellites were used to basically keep an eye on and scan in uh with with the highest resolution uh the most dangerous a dangerous martial arts uh, karate i don't i don't know what you want to call it 
basically three the, the three men baddest, who were the three baddest dudes in America. Yeah, basically the three baddest dudes who were uh, uh, Hujiro Hanma, which is Baki's dad, right? Yujiro, but yeah, yeah Hujiro, the biscuit Oliver, mm-hmm. the Unchained, Mister Unchained, yeah, <laughs> Mister Unchained. <laughs> Would you say is Jay Guevara? Uh, Jay, oh. well, his his actual name June? is June Guevara because he's Japanese, but he Americanized it to Jay Guevara. <laughs> And uh, because of these guys, the, the resources these satellites these satellites need to uh, uh, put on these three guys. Uh, apparently, GPS is I guess uh, on cell phones like Google Maps or whatnot. There's not enough processing power for the average civilian. Yeah, because <laughs> well, it's being it's... taken up. Yeah. Yeah. How it, how it works is um, it normally everybody can use GPS. But if, for example, Mr. Oliver starts running around, if he if he ever goes above a brisk walk, um, all of the <laughs> cameras in like the Western Hemisphere <laughs> will start targeting him directly, and your GPS right. will be bad. <laughs> Man-made satellites are typically only used for military matters. However, several are dedicated to monitoring the movements of just those three men. But if any of them begin to move more quickly than two and a half miles an hour, an entirely different protocol kicks into place. Over half of all satellites are immediately put into emergency mode and redirected to follow the target's movement. As a result of that, it's said that the GPS systems that use those satellites can have their accuracy offset by up to 200 feet. It's so great. It's so great. And, and like, here, the funniest thing about this is like, Two of these guys, Biscuit Oliver and um, Jay Guevara, live in prison. <laughs> like, they don't go anywhere. I, I know Oliver is like um, free to leave when he wants, but a lot, a lot of the time, these cameras are pointed at the same place. Anyway. <laughs> so, what happens if they decide to take a jog in their cell? Um, it just who who would ever do that? take a jog in your cell you well i don't know what if he <laughs> wants to <laughs> if he wants to get like i don't know keep his physical fitness at peak and uh the, the camera's gonna zoom in on him but what is that what is the cell is probably like six feet long like how can you jog in there I don't, like in circles in a circle yeah yeah, yeah in a circle that's what i meant yeah <sighs> i don't know it's it's in fact <laughs> That was dumb. No, it's it's also interesting because like the GPS doesn't work on like any like like tracking beacons. Like I'm I'm just realizing like it has no idea where they are because there's a roof over their head, so you wouldn't even pick it up. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh man, it's fun because that's just little world building that I don't think uh, really means anything. Um, anyway, but it's there. Yeah. It, it it honestly feels like what you were talking about how the jeep everybody's been there where the gps gets bad and yeah. the guy was just like what if what if my oc caused this <laughs> what if, if your jiro was so strong that he broke my gps <laughs> in my car yeah. <laughs> i love it though oh, it's one, it's, it's one of my favorite parts of the season um and and mm. i like it because it establishes that like you know Yujiro is obviously number one, but it, it it really paints the stakes for this season that uh, Biscuit Oliver and Jay Guevara are seen as the like top three, like this is the podium of the world basically. Is is Drew Guevara also known as number two because he's just he's not 
Hajiro Hanma? Is that why his nickname's number two? You're getting farther away. Um, Yujiro Hanma. Um, <laughs> he's he's called number two because uh, he's seen as the second Oliver. Like he will be. Oh. The, he will be the next Mister Oliver. Got it. So he's number three. Yeah, funnily enough. <laughs> okay, Mr. Got Mr. It. Number two is actually number three. <laughs> he's number three. Nice. That's yeah. good. Um, afterwards, we get a fun little scene where a guard comes over um, and tries to beat up a little old man uh, before Baki makes fun of him for being bald. To be taking a long time in here, old man. It's only because this guy was refusing to eat his food, so I was giving him a warning. You're the one who's gonna get punished. <gasps> Abusing an old man isn't gonna get any hair to grow back on that bald head of yours. Um, what, what, what did you think of this exchange? So I love this because, as I was saying before, Baki didn't really... It's not what I wanted to see from Baki watching these my two previous episodes. And this third one, he Baki had the riz. <laughs> <laughs> he turned it on as soon as uh, 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 police, uh, sorry, the guard um, attacked the old man. Baki turned on the riz and just uh, kicked him right in the face, oh, yeah. knocked him backwards. Oh baby, that was a good kick. Immediately dislocated both of his shoulders. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that, the guard is sent careening over the rails to his death, but Baki saves him, uh, and we get some nice dialogue where Jay Guevara says, um, Nothing. <laughs> You'll get nothing in return for helping him, you know. I mean, he is an American after all. Um, yeah, what is that? Do I need contacts for that, or is that just literally because he's American? Just straight up racist. Racist against Americans, the worst type of racism. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, did, did, is there another encounter with this guard and Jay Guevara, or is it just no? It's it's it, Jay Guevara. Jay Guevara doesn't like Americans. Um, so uh, Jay okay. Guevara, I don't know if you caught on to it, but like he's a play on Che Guevara, who was a real life like Cuban um, revolutionary. Um, um, wait, I thought Jay Guevara was Japanese. Well, that's what so I mean. Che Guevara was a real-life Cuban uh, revolutionary. Uh, che Guevara is a guy who looks exactly like him, but he's Japanese. <laughs> got it, got it. Uh, okay. Um, and he, he hates America because it's full of capitalists who ruined his island nation that has no name. Um, he's a pirate president. Uh, we went into his lore last episode, so we're not going to do that again. Yeah, that, that's fine. <laughs> What's with the uh the, the, the thumb they look like uh you know the top of pop cans with like the tabs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Why why does Baki have like thumb cuffs that look like just two like pop can tabs put together? I think, it, I think it's supposed to be cooler than regular handcuffs. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like oh he's because originally his his hands were stuck behind his head. Um I don't know. <laughs> okay <laughs> I, th- I think it's just like established I... that baki would be able to break regular handcuffs so you use this one so you think maybe he can't <laughs> i'd be okay yeah, yeah. all right and i think that when he puts on the handcuffs he sort of has to show off the guns and i think that's sort of why he's doing it got it yeah <laughs> so yeah so afterwards uh we get a nice scene out in the yard um, Baki is hitting metal poles into the ground to build a road. 
Um, I'm going to assume that's something you have to do to build a road. Um, I don't, I didn't really understand why they, they did look that. like, they look like cinder blocks. I wasn't really sure what they were like hammering into the earth. <laughs> and it's also, I, like, I, but yeah, it's also like, why do you need a road there? Like, like is, it, it, there's already a road to the prison. Do you need two roads into the prison? <laughs> yeah. Um, right but he so Baki's doing pretty well he can do it in two hits most people it takes six hits but our good friend Iron Michael can do it in three hits almost as impressive as Baki Um, so first question do you know who Iron Michael is Uh, I feel like I've heard the name but I'm not familiar with who Iron Michael is if he's like a real character or sorry like a real person that lived before yeah he's 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 basically Mike Tyson Oh, he's Mike Tyson. Yeah. Oh, Where did, did Mike Tyson have the uh, the the iron uh, before his like? Was that his thing? Or is yeah, it just like... I feel like it is. Um, you know, they they play it pretty fast mm-hmm. and loose with hit like you know Muhammad Ali was in the whole last season. Um, yeah. We we talk about Sonny Liston in this episode. Like every every real fighter is in Baki. Um, yeah. In some form or another. So. Uh, Iron Michael is going to be released from jail. Hey, Iron Michael. Heard you're getting out next month. <laughs> He's turned his life around, and now he wants to go back to boxing. Uh, however, the warden, being a stereotypically corrupt warden, does not want this to happen. <laughs> what is his plan, Vishal? Sorry, was it who's who was the warden? Was it the 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 white guy that came into the into the office, or was it the the other guy? I think it was the white guy behind the desk. Then there was the black guy who kept being like, "You can't take Mike Tyson. He's the champ." Wait, are you talking about Iron Michael? I mean, he was the heavyweight champion for Pete's sake. Iron Michael's as strong as ten men. That was just a guy who works there. So I don't know his name, but the white man, we're in. The, I think he's wearing a white tux or whatnot. But the white so, man, the white man. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he came in with that check uh, for like two hundred k. Yeah, basically bribing, bribing the, the other warden. guy. Yeah, the warden, and because of uh, apparently the sixties, apparently apparently because of uh, box office sales that a previous. Um, Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, when, what was his name again? When Sonny, Sonny Liston, Liston. Sonny Liston. Yeah. yeah. When he was the champ, he was a he had been in he had learned to box in jail, and apparently <laughs> ticket sales plummeted, uh, having him yep. as the champ. Yeah, and that was the reasoning for uh, the white man <laughs> to bribe uh, the warden basically to uh, get rid of him before mm-hmm. he leaves jail in a month. Yeah, the, and goes for the belt, and and the white man represents, I believe, the International Boxing Commission, Commission or something like that. Right. Um, also, I just want to point out, like, um, they 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 touch on it briefly that Sonny Liston apparently was box office poison, um, and they had to wait for Cassius Clay to come and save the industry of boxing. Um, Cassius Clay, famous prisoner, um, who like went to jail during um, as a part of his protest against um, what is it uh, the Vietnam War. I don't know how many times I'm going to get this wrong on this podcast, but Muhammad Ali did not spend time in jail. He was sentenced to five years, but he never actually spent any time there. 
how do you fight Mike Tyson if you are a warden? What do you do? Um, I mean, my first approach. Well, I would do it. I, I would talk to Baki first. Obviously, I don't know the story of Baki. This <laughs> in the the first five episodes of Baki Hadma, but uh, if that fails, I mean, what you gotta do is you gotta bring in uh, a third party to get the job. A third party. What a great way to describe the mouse. Oh my god, you're right. I'm such a genius. You got that one for free, Steve. Perfect. So the mouse <laughs> is um, three people. Um, you, you, they, it's easy to remember their names if you were ever in theater um, and you had to do the tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips, uh, because their names are the tooth, the, uh, the, the tongue, and the lips. Um, now, their name, I'm going to play the audio from the clip because um, I feel like the author really was struggling to come up with like examples of trios working together. Um, but these are the ones that he came up with. Like how water, steam, and pistons make up a steam engine. Or the horse, whip, and jockey in horse racing. Or the sun, water, and atmosphere on Earth. Um, water, steam, which is different from the water, and a piston that work in a steam engine. A horse, a whip, and a jockey for racing. <laughs> and sun, the water, and atmosphere. <laughs> um, I, I believe the earth is that one um, but none of them are as impressive as the uh, three part combo of the the tongue the teeth and the lips which make up the mouth among the many different combinations that exist all over this world the smoothest and most magnificent combination the strongest combination of all the true king of combinations is how the lips, teeth, and tongue work together. Um, Fishal, did you enjoy getting a two-minute monologue on how your mouth works? I, I always feel like those first three analogies were set up to be so poor that it made, like, eating the salmon, the third one, like, so much better. Because, honestly, I fucking... I love that. That was so, that was so funny. I was dying. I knew it was going to be good when it just said, like, but, let's use a simple example. Like, To understand the combination of the lips, teeth, and tongue, perhaps it's easiest to use an example that anyone can imagine, such as eating a piece of fish. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the weirdest part is that it, it honestly, it kind of made sense and it kind of worked. First, one puts the fish in their mouth. I don't know if I'm stretching for that, but I honestly feel like the way your mouth like eating the salmon chewing it and then put, like spitting out the bone onto your lips like it just and I, I, don't, I don't know i got it made sense yeah i <laughs> it was hilarious i love that no i i agree i i think it's a great metaphor and it's a, it's a great name for these guys um so these guys are basically just to picture them like they are the um buff version of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Like, they're three identical triplets who finish each other's sentences. We're to do it. I think we ought to do it tonight. Um, they all look exactly... I already said they're identical triplets, but, um, and they're all, they all work <laughs> as guards at the, um, prison. Um, and <laughs> the fun, the fun thing is, like, it's Baki. They're all, they're jacked, they're buff, but, like, they're not that impressive looking like they just sort of look like three 
regular prison guards um i don't know did you did you get that vibe that like they just sort of look like three regular dudes um yeah they look like elvis dude of course (laughs) (laughs) um actually no i wasn't even thinking about that because i was like i was actually like impressed by like i don't know if it was like it it must have been like editing for the uh the voice lines but them talking unison like in a complete sentences like at normal speed was like that was a treat i think they might have scripted it that scene um which which would help with that uh. <laughs> okay what bothered me what what really bothered me was that uh, the warden was trying to he was, he was like asking them can you guys like can when you just like speak instead of like all all three of you are like yeah making my brain explode and they were like they basically said no they just like said like six different words in like out of order to basically just say no to him well then should we just talk one at a time instead i'm pretty sure that it'll be more confusing if i say you and b and I say seem and quite. And I say too and well. I imagine speaking that way would take too long to decode. So then, you seem to be well. But then shortly, like, after, literally one guy just starts speaking on his own. I for know. the three of them. Yeah, it was, it was like, yeah, it, it was like the, the author realized that this was getting annoying to read. Uh, let's let, let's try this out v shell i'm gonna i'm gonna be um i'm gonna be one of oh. them you be the other um, oh no all right all right just do you are you starting or you want me to start you you start i am good to do this right now your my favorite dog <laughs> I thank you. <laughs> you fucked it up. Yeah, I'm sorry. We weren't even going that fast, though. But <laughs> no, I, I, I thank you. Thank you for for calling me your favorite dog. No problem. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll I'll edit it so like we're overlapping each other. Like it'll oh, sound that, really uh, impressive. That'll be good. Do do like the before and after. I feel like I feel like people would like that. <laughs> like right. do like. Yeah, do the OG and then just like speed it up. Like, dude, like, okay, well, here's, here's the edited version. That'll be good. I am good to do this right now. Your my favorite dog. Yeah, so that, that takes us into sort of the final act of the episode. Um, the mouth is walking over to the yard where they're going to beat the shit out of uh, Iron Michael. Um, but we get, we get a nice little conversation uh, where uh the the one guard who's sort of a fan of iron michael and it i don't know why he's there maybe just to witness it um he he asks the mouth like how are you guys gonna beat up iron michael this is the world heavyweight champ um and this is where we get into the sort of philosophy of the mouth so what's what's the mouth gimmick vishal so basically the mouth the trio was saying that if they're fighting an opponent basically one person equals one person and a person can equal more more than one person in terms of combat sorry but this one person my political party like one person equals one person yeah take that to court dude uh yeah one person no i mean that's what they were saying one person can equal more than one person in terms of like combat prowess mm-hmm. 2.5 well, maybe 3.0 to 3.2 at the very most. That's what I was thinking, too. 
You'd expect nothing less than 3.2 from him. But if you have three people and they're somewhat strong, three people are still always better than one person or 2.4 persons or 4.0 persons, whatever they were saying. I was not following. They brought in math and I was like, I can't do this right now. Here's the thing. This isn't really something that can be easily explained with words. They love to use numbers like that. Yeah, like this this man is worth three point two men. But that, that that was the funniest thing. They they kept saying that Mike Tyson was three point two times the average guy, and I'm like, well, you guys yeah. are fucked. There's only three of you. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's the fun point. It's the idea that um, you know, the an incredible fighter, you know, maybe he's two times stronger than an average person, and he'll beat that average person ten times out of ten. But even that guy will still lose if you just throw three dudes at him. Um, <laughs> it makes I, sorry. There yeah. is unfor unfortunately there is logic to to kind of support this, but not for the right reasons. I feel like <laughs> you just I I don't know. I can't. It's 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 too much. I was like, no way. They're really doing this right now, but. Well, it's, um, one of, it's one of those things that this show has never really believed. Like, hey, editor Steve here. Um, I just wanted to go on a tangent and um, flesh out what I would said in the original recording, which was sort of wrong. Um, I was going to bring up in season one. So Dorian, if we all remember, got driven by the million members of Shin Shin Kai to the amusement park. Um, and I was originally going to argue that that sort of uh didn't line up with this but it does because dorian this mountain of a man who should be able to literally eat his opponents <laughs> one by one um seemed scared of having to fight all of these fighters at once um you know there was much more than three of them um and then i was thinking back and i realized that this is um tied to i believe the first like chapters in the first the first uh part of the first episode of the original baki anime anyway um Baki single-handedly fights 100 dudes at the same time. Um, and even then, uh, Baki is, you know, unable to beat them all. You know, he's he's like a 13-year-old at this point. He's a lot weaker than he is now. Um, but it, it seems like this has been something that I think has been very core to, um, you know, the author's viewpoint on martial arts is like, uh, there is a limit to martial arts uh, capabilities when you're up against multiple groups of people. Um, anyway. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, then at the same time, the logic makes no sense. I mean, none of it ever made sense to begin with. I don't know why I'm trying to support this <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh, I, do, I, I do... Maybe it's because I actually just like the mouth as a concept yeah it's like, pretty cool i like the mouth basically the rest of the episode is just we get a fair amount of fighting in this um the mouth is just beating the shit out of mike tyson and just doing things like snapping so he looks one way and then two other guys kick him in the head or just like uh running around <laughs> Wait, like... yeah, I, one of them was running away and i was like what is what's <laughs> happening right now <laughs> It's such a fun fight, though, and it's and it's there's like one guy watching to be like the king is crumbling. No, <laughs> not Iron Michael. <laughs> the king is crumbling. How is this happening? How could this possibly be happening? To kick Iron Michael, one of boxing's greatest champions, right in the face? 
Legendary boxer who set the whole world abuzz. Another kick to the face. And then, and then the episode, uh, the episode sort of comes to an end with Mike Tyson running to a corner um, and squaring up, which I thought was a great idea. Uh, do you think it's going to work work out for him? I I feel like I feel like it 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 will because I feel like I don't know if I'm just like being meta about this, but I feel like the, you know the, the the mouth got their 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 digs in, so I feel like next episode you'll see Mike Mike Tyson or oh, Iron Mike or whatever just pop off and beat the shit out of the three of them with some cool cool uh, cool strat. But I mean. I don't know. I don't know my Baki that well. I'm not well versed in Baki, so I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm rooting for. Uh, I love the mouth, but I'm, I'm I'm rooting for our boy Michael. Yeah, Iron Michael. You know he's got so much to live for outside of prison. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's um yeah. Um, next episode, the fight continues and it goes in a wonderful new direction. Um, uh can't wait to talk about it with um next week's guest but um yeah what what do you think of the episode overall vishal do you think the show's getting better honestly i got to see my baki um and the mouth was actually really cool <laughs> just really cool i'll give it a out of 10 i'll give it a solid i'll give it like a give it a i'll give it a 9 Nine out of ten. That was a good episode. I actually, I actually kind of want to watch the next episode just to know how the fight uh, goes. Yeah, you should. Uh, and I like new Baki. I don't know what happened with my other Bakis in the, the the last series and whatnot, but this new Baki, he's he's cool. This Baki's a I man like, now. Yeah, Baki's a man now. He wasn't a man before. He's a man now. Yeah. He's just totally in prison. I don't know why why he's in prison, but he's he's he there. Kid- he kidnapped the president. Oh well, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess, but like, I, I don't know. It's boggy. You could have done anything to be thrown in prison. Not an American prison. <laughs> when you when you live in Japan. Oh yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't really put it together that they were in America. Oh, that's my bad. No, that's fair. Not everybody knows the famous Black Pentagon, the Arizona State Penitentiary. Um. <laughs> <laughs> They never once mentioned the Pentagon. Yeah, no, they didn't in At this episode, episode, but most of the other ones. Yeah. Um, it's the idea that there's the white Pentagon, which is the one everybody calls the Pentagon. But mm-hmm. then an equally important building is the uh, Arizona State Prison, known as the Black Pentagon. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that's that's a topic for yeah. another day. All right. All right, well... Vishal, thank you so much for coming on to Baki Taki After Dark, um, episode <laughs> one, I guess. Is this your first episode that was this late? Oh yeah, no, I, uh, I, I try and I try and avoid these um, type of things because sometimes I get a bit loopy or yawning. Um, <laughs> maybe After Dark's the maybe that'll be the new thing. You do the regular <laughs> podcast and you do the actual After Dark one. We just get. Yeah, we'd be start yawning. I, I, I think I I think that's what I've I've realized. The fans are just cr- asking out more content. Yeah, we we need to listen more than <laughs> once a week. <laughs> no. Um, 
do you, have any, do you have any questions for the fans i'm trying to do a question and answer stuff nowadays questions to the fans yeah uh, I, I i asked last week who i should bring back on the show um you you were you weren't one of the choices unfortunately but you asked that last week and i'm the one on the show right now i feel like <laughs> that's messed up it's because i schedule so far in advance uh, i see it was Catherine, was it? Uh, Christian. I'll try and get on soon. Christian. Yeah. He's an okay guy. He's not me, <laughs> but he's 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 a guy. Um, <laughs> uh, but questions for the fans. Um, I'm honestly just more curious as to uh, when when, when uh, how many times do you get triggered of like, as, as a Baki fan? I assume these people watching this are Baki fans. How often do you get triggered when I? when I say a name incorrect or like miss uh misinterpret something like a, a scene or something or yeah. that you know what I mean just the stuff like that you just need to count how many times you tried to say Yujiro Hanma and we'll probably get it all right we'll, all we'll right <laughs> yeah there you go yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah all right I'll, right I'll add that as a question on uh, Spotify <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Vishal, for coming on. Uh, that's all yeah. the Baki we've got to talky. So I'll see you all next week. Bye bye. Friday.